Hello to all the triathletes and cyclists alike out there listening to another Trivelo coaching podcast. We are here today again amongst the craziness of the coronavirus and we are recording this podcast today on a pretty important topic based on everything that's going on and that is how to stay motivated uh, in this quarantine period. Uh, in some positive news, we are in our new podcast studio setup. Uh, Very exciting, George. Yeah, which uh, we're excited about um, and it's important in these times to look for some positives because uh, unprecedented is the word that is being used a lot at the moment. I think it's the most appropriate word because uh, it is a situation that uh, none of us, no matter how old you are, would have faced um, faced something like this before. And so uh, things are changing very rapidly and things are changing hour by hour and um, from the perspective of what's happening with the coronavirus, you know, we don't know. We're just getting updates from from the government, from what's been reported in the media, which tends to have a more negative view on things. Um, it is worrying, um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, something that we can control, something that we love, and that is training and exercising and specifically improving ourselves and having a goal and trying to achieve it. And so that's what we want to talk about today is um, how can we, in amongst this craziness um, of quarantine, of lockdown, of everything that's happening, how can we focus on uh, what we can control and go about that? So I want to start by asking you, Dad, how are you feeling? Because you're looking at this through potentially four different lenses. You're looking through a family and friends care lens where you're worried about those around you, you're looking from a business lens where most businesses are being impacted at the moment and you're looking from a coaching perspective as to what's the best thing for your athletes and what should they be doing and you're also looking from a perspective of an athlete yourself where you're wondering what should I be doing myself as an athlete. So how are you feeling about all this? Well, that's a great starting point because the last point impacts almost on the other three. Um, The natural reaction for people when they're under pressure is is to come out either fighting or flighting, which is an, a normal response. You either come out and and uh, stand up or you disappear into the corner. Um, so the easy thing for me to do is to forget about myself and my health and my well-being and focus on the other three, you know, the coaching, the business and the family. But that will also impact those three aspects of what's happening in my life and it's no different to anybody else if I don't look after myself. So that's the first point that I think is crucial in this period of we just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, so so really focus on making sure that you're yourself in a good space um, and then once you establish that you're okay, then you can deal with the other people um, around you. So... That's my my feelings immediately is I have already um, put off some training for myself and the minute I go train, I get off the bike and I have instantaneous clear thoughts on what I should be doing because whilst I'm riding, I'm not concentrating on all the issues of the world. I'm concentrating on my little you know effort that I'm doing and what power I'm riding at. And then when I finish, um, I've just got this... Uh, it's almost like an endorphin release where I'm happy with my performance. I've actually done something for myself um, and I've just got clear mind, clear thoughts process. So, yeah, I think that's important. Absolutely. So 
given that, we've already done a, a small podcast with the coronavirus update on our thoughts on it. Um, and again, we don't want to make this podcast just about the coronavirus again, mm. it, but it is the most pressing thing. Um, but you mentioned just then about um, knowing that when you look after yourself, um, it has the most positive impact on everything around you. So what is, and that is similar to what I've heard you telling a lot of clients on the phone already. Um, so what is... What would you say to start off with is the most important thing that you think people need to hear right now? Yeah, and that's also, uh, there's a lot of things you could say there, but I've had a really good think about that question. And in times of crisis, the people who hold their nerve are the ones who come out the other end in a better position. And I'm not just talking about training. I'm talking about your family, your business, and your well-being, health and well-being of yourself. So... If whilst other people are completely going negative and losing their minds, so to speak, if you can concentrate on holding your nerve, keeping focused on the things that matter and disregarding the negativity and trying to create positivity, control the things you can control, get rid of the stuff that you can't control in your mind. And using that thought process, you'll be able to navigate your way through everything that's thrown up at you. So the old saying of, you know, while those around you are losing their mind, you hold your nerve and and come out successful at the other end could never be so more important right now. Yeah, I think I've heard you say that phrase, control what you can control, a lot the last week and it really stands out for me because there is so much that's uncontrollable at the moment and we're all hoping that um, we don't get impacted directly um, through this whole situation. If we do... I mean, your health has to take a priority, your family has to take a priority, but what we want to talk about today is, um, given that's not going to happen, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, um, what do we want to do with our training, what do we want to do with ourselves, and how do we stay motivated to get through this period? Yeah. So, And, and that's, that's, that's exactly what we're talking about today, but just before, we've got a preface that, let's put it in perspective, um, it is hard to understand how looking after your health and well-being is going to help you deal with the matters that are occurring around the world. But don't underestimate how valuable your uh, mindset and your physical health will contribute to better decision-making. So that's really important for people to understand. So don't, don't let the things, as we said, that you can control, such as I can control whenever I want to train or if I don't want to train. So that's the first thing I can decide. Am I going to do something that's going to help me uh, stay motivated and focused with dealing with issues that are are going to arise every minute, every day? Or am I just going to forget that and just try and battle my way uh, with every decision that I have to make with real uncertainty and no clarity? And and look, talking, talking about it from purely an athletic point of view and forgetting what I've just said about the other perspective things that are definitely more important Um, if you just look at it from that point of view if you could possibly just maintain some some consistency throughout this period whether it be a three-week period or a six-month period you are in a far better position at the other end there is just no denying that fact and how do you achieve that and that's the one thing that we talked about and we don't change that from any other year any other month any other week the consistency of your training will allow that to be the best outcome. And this is really testing your consistency right now. So 
how can you sabotage your own consistency? Well, A, getting sick. And look, let's face it, they're talking about 60 or 70% of the world's population possibly having the coronavirus. So the probability is that you may actually well be sick, which will derail your consistency. That's a little bit out of your control. Of course, you can do the, the correct things health-wise, hand sanitising, staying your distance from people like you and I are at the moment, um, and making sure that you're doing everything in your power to maintain your health. But the consistency will be derailed by, by if you, the fact that you get sick. So that's why we talked about last week in the, in the uh, podcast about not pushing the body immune system to the limit. We, I want to follow up on that question a bit later, but um, that... So you have spoken about, again, I've heard you say this a few times, that being consistent is the right choice, but probably the hardest choice at the moment, that being accountable to yourself. Why, do you, why are you saying that? Uh, because there's so many other things that are going to dominate your thoughts. And if you, as we've always say, said, plan, prepare, perform, if you have that motto, you can plan that I am going to train today, regardless of what happens in the 18 hours that I'm awake or the 16 hours that I've got for the day. I'm going to spend some of that time, whether it's 30 minutes or 15 minutes, and that's planning, planning your day and being prepared to make sure that you can fit it in somewhere. So that will enable a consistency. So I love that. I love that switch of focus. And we spoke about this last week too. It's a bit of a doom and gloom because all the races are cancelled. It could be boring, training in hibernation for a while, but we can see it as a blessing in disguise um, to do something that we don't often get a chance to do. And... You gave the perfect reframe. Uh, I can't remember exactly what you said earlier today, but um, it was it was along the lines of we can't actually, as athletes, we want to improve, um, and we we don't have any races at the moment to aim for. Uh, but instead, why don't we just aim to be the best at building our base? Yeah. So substitute your well. Most of the athletes we coach, their number one priority is they want to get better at whatever they're doing whether it's a triathlete a runner or a cyclist they just want to get better then they're not they're not engaging in a coaching program to stay the same so so how do we get better we put goals in front of ourselves normally whether it's on saturday i wanted to be at the front of the bunch for the first time in my life or i don't want to get dropped that's a goal doesn't have to be a race some people have races some people have just that goal so you substitute that goal for my a goal is to be consistent to build this base and that's what i'm determined and motivated to do every day what a great opportunity far out i can i can train this base the best it's ever going to be because i'm not going to have an opportunity where there is no opportunity like this again i can't ride with my buddies because there's the distancing rule so bunch rides are out i can't go and race because there's no races so what is my my race what is my goal what is my improvement my improvement is to build this massive base and we talked about the house base for building a house and the crappy little stumps here and there where you're doing a little bit of base training and most of it's all hard hard racing and you you, eventually your fitness will fall whereas if we have the great base foundation a massive concrete slab and we can build a solid house same with building a great big base we can have a solid preparation for when we want to race and train hard um, this is the perfect opportunity because we we don't have this opportunity normally because we're putting ourselves under pressure because we've got four weeks till the next 
event or eight weeks or for triathletes sometimes it's 16 weeks and that's not enough for an Ironman normally. So, so now there's no excuse. Our motivation should be totally focused on building the base. I'm a base building rider. That's what I get. I'm getting on my bike almost daily now saying, welcome to the base building session. And I'm embracing that in my mind saying, great, I'm going to hold this wattage. It's going to actually suck a bit, but I know the purpose and the goal of it is going to make me a better rider. So I'm still achieving what we asked at the start. Why do we get coached and why do we enlist someone to help us? Because we want to improve. Well, this is going to improve you. It just doesn't get the accolades that the, the podium does or beating your mates in the bunch does. You're still going to get that uh, improvement. You will probably get those accolades in eight months if you stick through it. Down the track, they will come back in spades. Because guess what? The people who lose their minds and don't train during this period, they're going to lose so much fitness. You're going to come out the other end smashing people because you've maintained this fantastic uh, fitness consistency. And, you know, what a position to be in, whether it's in six months' time or, or whatever, um, that you're going to be so happy that you've that you've been able to keep the planning and the preparation um, the way you want it. And how have you found the response been so far to this message? Yeah, it's a good question. Is uh, I should have actually written down who I thought was going to answer, and uh, the phone calls and the texting, and I can predict some people's uh, uh, personalities, uh, those who step up, and those who. Uh, uh, kind of a little bit more timid and need direction and it's really been interesting to see um, some unbelievable positive responses that uh, it's been you know people are on board um, and then the people who are unsure once I explain um, what their opportunity they have right now the the focus and their their tone is like oh right now I get it because people will perform better when they understand the purpose and the goal of every thing we try to do if you know that then it's easy to make decisions and that's that is your rule generally is no matter what you're training for you need to have a well-defined goal a well-defined purpose and a well-defined outcome um, clear goal purpose and outcome and that couldn't be more true at the moment yeah and just because it isn't uh something that's got a label to it then people don't think it has uh value as long as you understand what we're doing right now, because of what's happened, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't uh, the situation and the environment we live in right now. Um, so it's a yeah. I, I keep saying opportunity. You take the, the the injured person. You know, they've had a bike crash or they've torn their Achilles as a runner or their shoulders done from swimming. They would kill to be training because the thing that they love doing is taken away from them. Nothing's been taken away from us. We still have an option to decide to train with consistency or decide to lose our minds and just bury our heads. So, And I know that uh, all too well. I've had um, two, two reasonably um, brutal injuries in the last eight or nine years um, that put me out. And one was an ankle about eight or nine years ago and one was a knee. Uh, three or four years ago and in both instances I remember kicking myself um, when I was on the couch and I couldn't move um, and I couldn't train and saying I just cannot wait to be as fit as possible again and 
you just in those periods you don't take any any training or your health for granted you know you yeah. you just say to yourself i can't wait to do long runs i can't yeah. wait to just be at that peak fitness yeah. level and you get there from base building yeah. and you should be thinking i can't wait to get on my bike or get my runners on to be a base builder trainer mm. i can't wait this is my goal this is going to make me so much better and we no one's we're not injured and unless you're sick there's no reason that you can't actually plan your day so that it fits a session in. And, you know, for people who want to come up with excuses, they're already looking for excuses not to train. So this has nothing to do with it. Um, so if, if you don't have that motivation, then, you know, that's what you need to question yourself for. There's no doubt in my mind that the high-intensity sessions, the races are the most um, short-term um, satisfying. They, they give you the most uh, That's why we do it. Exactly. Yeah. But when you when you have that appreciation and that um, that longing to just be at your best, yep. um, you tend to just naturally love the base building because even though it's a longer term payoff, I know personally when I'm in those periods, every time I do a, a longer session, every time I do an endurance um, training session compared to a high intensity, I know that it is just building up that yeah. that base level and that it's a slow pro- progress but a uh, process, but I'm going to wake up in 12 weeks and suddenly be 10 levels fitter or, or whatever it is. Yeah, and because you've you've made that uh, um, in your mind. You have uh, formulated that opinion that that the purpose of this session is going to be down the track and you're just ticking each session off because you know by the end of it you'll come out of it with such great strength and endurance that you'll be able to launch off that. So, So that's the message we're trying to say today is really – how do you stay motivated in these in this time of uncertainty? And you have the control over certain things, and this is one of them. So, so what is your individual? What do you say to yourself at the moment? What's what's your individual goal, purpose, and outcome at the moment? Um, it clearly, for me, is the consistency. I I I'm questioning how much time I'm allocating. Definitely, um, if if I'm trying to get things like podcasts out to people, information. It's time-consuming, more than it would normally be in a, in a normal day's work. But if I haven't got a plan at the, at the start of the day, the training session is going to diminish in time. So my goal and purpose is each day to make sure I'm prepared for what I'm going to do for the day. And it has to fit into my day somewhere. And if that means it's going to be at 9 o'clock at night when I get home, well, our office is at home, but when I get into my area to train – then so be it. That's what I'll, I will do because I'm motivated knowing that this is going to help me be so far ahead of the pack um, when this is over. You already have a, a fairly decent base, so how is that motivation for you when um, you're just going to continue a base building period when you have a good base? Yep, and don't underestimate how important the high-intensity training and uh, the com- competition that we do, um, the endurance with intensity sessions and, you know, our week, is broken down, as all of our athletes know, into you know two hard high-intensity sessions midweek, one endurance ride um, uh, with some intensity on the weekend. And for the triathletes, it's, it's you know running with all of those endurance uh, goals in mind with one reasonably hard run that's got endurance in it. So we already know that that's, that's what we've been doing to, to, to build ourselves towards our A goal or race. So now... I, I am totally focused on just building as big a base as I can. I, I know that I 
have the ability to do some high intensity here and there because we know that the immune system can cope with it now and then, but we don't want it to be all the time. So, so really I'm, I'm focused on making sure my immune system is going well by exercising, uh, making sure that I'm building my base um, that's already quite big. Um, and look, I've, I do feel bad for the guys who are in unbelievable form. Um, they're the ones, there's a small minority of guys like that. They're the ones who are actually uh, missing out, if you'd say, um, in, in performing at their best because they are at their best right now. But I say to the other 95%, this is an opportunity for you to catch up. Um, and for me personally, my base is as good as it's ever been, but it can never be, you know, can never be underestimated how valuable an extended base period can be. So on that note, five percent of guys that are already have a good base are doing some high intensity sessions still, and even people who don't have a big base are still doing that. And so last week we spoke about high intensity. There are studies showing that high intensity increases your risk to um, sickness because your immune function is lowered. We are very aware, and we spoke about this last week, um, that there are studies contradicting that. Yep. Um, but the point isn't which study is correct or not because you can find evidence both ways. What is the point? Uh, well, from a coaching po- point of view, all the people I've been coaching for years, and I've been doing this since the early 80s as a coach of, of uh, kids and athletes, and in, in my opinion, the p- person who's on the edge and pushes themselves to that fine line, whether there's a coronavirus around or not, they will get sick because they're on the edge. Our immune system, when we train that hard, and some people I've coaching are that motivated that they train too hard and they end up getting sick. And that re- repeats itself. And there's athletes out there I coach before the invo- uh, coronavirus happened were getting sick three or four times in the last 12 weeks um, because they were on the edge and not listening to their bodies and not recovering. So this is a great opportunity to not actually push yourself uh, with the intensity um, so that you can actually stay healthy as long as possible. Um, the minute you are unhealthy, then your consistency is actually uh, going to be drained, which is going to be the disappointing part about this period. But some people uh, probably still can afford to do one moderately intense exercise session. Oh, I've got no doubt whatsoever. I, I, you know, and we are going to program in this next period, not just base period training. We're going to have people doing some intensity and that is going to be in our program for sure. Um, uh, but we, we just want to pull, out, pull it back a bit at the start just to, just to set the scene and then, like everything we do, plan it out so that over a period of time we can introduce uh, the intensity slowly um, so that the body can actually cope and adapt with such big volumes of uh, base, base training. It is very tiring in a different way. It's not testing your immune system from high exposure to heart rate it's more just the uh, endurance factor that can can run you down absolutely so what are some of the other one percenters that people can focus on given that we're going to be spending a lot more time at home in lockdown you probably have more time to train you're not rushing through your session yeah so what can you do based on that yep. if you're in that position where you do have more time available to you um certainly uh the sessions that i've that uh, we've prepared, you and I have prepared, um, they are based around people working 40 hours a week. So they have limited time. The first thing you can do is add more time to your warm-up and more time to your cool-down in that session. So if the session's uh, an hour and nine minutes, you can make that an hour and 30 by adding warm-up and cool-down at that power number in the warm-up and cool-down. 
not extending the the main set. Yeah. And we've talked about that many times in other podcasts. Yeah. So that's one thing you can do. When you get off the bike after you've done a session, whether you're indoor and, you know, pretty soon we might all be indoor. Who knows what's going to happen? We might not be able to ride outside. Um, if that's the case, get off your bike, grab a towel, get on the floor, start doing some stretching. Stretching when you're warm is a, you know, a great uh, thing to do, especially uh, to, to try to avoid stretching when you're cold, where the the muscles and uh, bones are a little bit creaky. Um, and we really want to uh, do it when you're warm and, and there's blood flow and you've got more opportunity to, to gently take your time stretching, uh, going through all the you know, quadriceps, hamstrings, hip flexors. There's so many things you can do. And it doesn't have to be a scripted, uh, um, oh, I should be doing this. Look, at, at this point in time, anything you do when you get off the bike is going to be a bonus. There's an opportunity to do some basic core work while you're warm. You know, you don't need equipment. You can use, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, chin-up bar, dips. You can use the back of a chair for dips. Um, you can do hip bridges on the floor. Any body weight resistance any ba- work. Yeah, anything you can think of, side planks, front planks. You know, we've just rattled off six or seven things you can do that haven't really involved any piece of equipment except a chair and maybe you know a chin-up bar um so there's lots of little one percenters that you can do you can also start to cook better because you're in your home environment so your nutrition should instantly uh, be better rather than being in the office situation where you have no facilities for for cooking you're in control now um, of your of your nutrition you've got more opportunity to sleep um, because you're not rushing to and from work and sitting in the car or commuting on the train for two and three hours a day. So you will have more time. So, you know, we've always talked about um, the the one percenters. You know, you can self-massage. You can do stretching. You can do core. You can eat better. You can get better sleep. You can drink more because it's there, you know. You're not under as much pressure because you may not be working. So there's a whole lot of things that you can actually uh, introduce back into your program and take time to plan it. Um, that's something you can do while you've got this time. Absolutely. I know that with all the negativity around uh, being able to train and exercise and then put some energy into trying to eat better, trying to stretch and do some extra work um, definitely helps. It definitely keeps you a little bit sane, more sane, and it, it's almost a, a relief from everything that's happening and that's kind of what we have to use it. Yeah. As. Yep. Yeah. And look, I don't think the foam roller is something I didn't actually talk about. Then you know you can just do self massage um, with the foam roller, and um, you know that's something that people don't have time for, um, and now you do. Um, so there's no excuse to mm. uh, to be organised. So what we're saying is, just be more organised than you ever were before, and make sure you plan your day out so that it fits uh, with all the things that are going to help you uh, have a better outcome for each day and certainly uh, exercising and all of the evidence we've been told from all of the health experts is that it is not good to sit still it is better to to maintain some consistency in your exercise uh, plan and we're, we're providing it for you yeah awesome so i think based off all that it is there is plenty enough reason to uh be motivated in your goals it is not there is no reason why you should feel like there isn't something to achieve um, it's just something that we wouldn't normally give ourselves the time to do because we want to do the fun stuff and race and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and don't don't forget, this will finish soon. Mm. So you've don't think narrow. Mm. Think big picture. The event might be November. 
world titles in New Zealand that you've qualified for. It might be the Melbourne Triathlon in November. Well, what a great opportunity now to get all that base in in March, April, May and, you know, a little bit of intensity being trickled into your program. Um, So by the time you get to June, July, August, you're ready for the next phase of your program with this massive base. You're going to be in a better position. So it's actually forced people to do the program properly rather than rushing it. So, So think big picture. This is the process we have to go through now and that's the purpose and that should be motivation enough that, that you know, well, this is just normal process for what we're trying to achieve and there's no way around it. We don't have another choice about going uh, outside of uh, these parameters because we know that that's actually risking uh, your health. So, so we, need to, we need to take all the precautions we can, stay healthy and stay with the consistency. That's my motivation. That's a perfect summary. So given all that, we've just explained pretty much our entire mindset around this issue. What would you say to someone that says, I know I should be motivated and I should do this, but, you know, this the stresses of everything outside are just becoming too much. You know, what, what do you say to that person that just feels like it's a bit overwhelming? Yeah, and look, we've definitely had texts already today with with that. Um, and, you know, the, from a from a coaching point of view, I have to deal with everybody differently and some people react differently to different motivation and the people I know that need to kick up the backside to say, what are you talking about? You know, deal with this and everything else will improve. And that's one way of doing it. But for some people, that is so difficult. So we have to be very careful with people's uh, mental health um, and put it in perspective. And if people can't see what we're trying to uh, give outcomes for, then that's okay as well. Um, everybody needs to, to do what's right for themselves in this situation and that's really what we're about. We are here to help people, whether it's a normal situation or whether it's this situation. Our goal is to help you navigate yourself so that you can improve you as a person and as a human being, both physically and mentally. So don't underestimate the value that physical health has on your mental stability and, and that's our criteria. That's all we're interested in is making sure that we're getting the message out to everybody that these are good things to do that you can control. And you will get a better outcome if you think about it logically like this. Like I said at the very beginning, those who lose their minds compared to those who keep their minds together and, and rise above the situation will have the best outcome at the end. I think that's a perfect way to finish. Um, and I think that is our goal from Tribolo is to keep putting out as much information as possible that we think can help. We want to keep doing podcasts and um, help setting programs that are going to keep people motivated, keep people interested and really get through this period. That's our goal um, as a company. Um, And we're going to be doing a few good things to try and help facilitate that. We're going to, against your your (laughs) biggest nightmares, Dad, we're going to jump on Zwift and um, potentially do some group rides on there just to get some social interaction Yes. While we're locked down. Yep. So when we're talking about a week, we're going to do group ride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's that is one of the things that is wrong with Zwift is everybody rides a group ride five days a week. Yeah. Which is the whole bane of our uh, <laughs> existence is to prevent people repeating the same sessions day after day and therefore they stay the same. So uh, we could use this forum um, to our advantage. And um, if I can just get up to speed with uh, <laughs> with the technical side of it, for anybody out there can help me get this companion Zwift going, and we could all meet on a Saturday and have some fun racing against each other on virtual racing. 
um, and no cheating on your FTP or your weight. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to uh, getting one of those going each week. Um, and I'm serious, as if anybody actually knows how I go about getting us able to meet up at a certain time on a Saturday, um, then we're all for it. I'm insulted, Dad. I've told you it's one Google away. <laughs> I just haven't taken the time to look with you. As soon as I look, we'll get it in a second. But <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but that's it from us. We'll, um, yeah, we'll keep sending out as much stuff as we can. We just want to really stay as close as we can as a community to um, make sure everyone's getting through this as best as possible and, um, yeah, really um, achieve the goals we want to and um, yep. see if we can... Yep, everybody out there, keep your minds alert and all will be good. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.